welcome to the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Niker. And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. And this is episode 10 and our first off-season episode. We've been gone for too long, but we have so much to dive into. How have you been, Freddie? I've been doing good. I've been really busy. Um, yeah, you know, I've been missing this pod and um, it, it was an incredible year, incredible season uh, doing this. And uh, I'm excited to, you know, get into the off season and just, you know, keep learning, keep growing. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, it's been a pretty off busy off season already. Uh, we want to start out by giving a shout out and a congratulations to Nafisa Collier, who announced she is expecting a baby girl uh, with her fiance, Alex. Uh, I think it's Basil. 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 Yeah. I'm not sure the pronunciation either. He, I, I, I read yeah. Basil. Basil. Yeah. Cool. Uh, he is a WNBA and NBA trainer. Uh, he works with Carmel Anthony and Trey Young, among others. And uh, they seem like a sweet, you know, real life love is basketball kind of couple. Real life love is basketball. You're the best, Catherine. Of course, you're going to frame it that way. That makes total sense. <laughs> Um, I, yes. I do love that. I was being on brand without even realizing it. Yes, you know? <laughs> you I, I do love that. One of his, uh, one of his quotes, um, and you know, I think Nafisa's quotes for the sake of this podcast are probably more important, but one of his quotes that made me laugh were, uh, was, um, uh, just saying like, you know, she's a professional, uh, basketball player. I'm a professional trainer, you know, doesn't mean our kid is going to be an NBA or WNBA superstar. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, easy. Like, you know, like Ooh. in the womb pressure, boss. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you're right. That is a lot of in the womb pressure already. Poor girl. Um, but, hey, you never know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like the, there's a lot of money to be made, I guess. In making sure your kid is a star, you mean like an athletic, athletic? Yeah, star? yeah, yeah. Yeah, make that money. Make the money. Um, make the money. Um, I don't know. They're they're a cute couple, though. I have to say, they are. They look really happy. Um, it's. I think it's a cool story. It's our first pregnancy that I think we are. You know, now that we're like oh, like into the WNBA, I guess we're gonna see the timeline. Uh, it should be interesting. You you know, she won Rookie of the Year, so. Yeah, I, I guess. Does this mean that she misses the entirety of next season or but yeah, like what's the I don't think time? so, because you know what? In the in the US and for anybody who's listening to this is the first episode, we're based in Canada. They have like three months mat leave in the US and we have a year. Right. So she has to be making so she money. could take three yeah. months and be back at work. Fair. No, I'm just thinking about like, you know, athletic ability. I, I saw some of her quotes just talking about how um, Candace Parker is a is a model about how you come back and and just get to an extremely high level. But, you know, what is that like that workout mm. regimen like? Because I feel, you know, you, you sprain an ankle and it can be hard to get back on track. Yeah. So yeah. Going through pregnancy, birth you know, then, then raising your kid, you know, uh, it's just, it's an insane feat to me. I've, you know, that I've never really kind of witnessed in, in sports. So I'm excited to. 
Yeah. And it's funny because like uh, one thing I noticed about this is a little shady on my part, but just that they're like doing the whole like we're expecting and they have their little gender reveal and they that it's like staged like it's all planned. But he's a fiance. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, Ayo, and not a husband. So maybe this, you know, I don't think this was a planned uh situation okay auntie Catherine coming in with some questions and some comments <laughs> basically <laughs> but uh i just feel like yeah you're right like um in terms of her uh training and conditioning coming back yeah it'll be interesting i mean it'd be great if she was able to to be back in time for at least the second half of the season or you know for the playoffs yeah. or whatever but mm-hmm. um yeah, that is something that, I mean, obviously WBA fans who have watched the game from the beginning, I'm sure have seen this happen, but as newer WNBA fans, like this will be our first um, one to watch. Totally. I'm, yeah, exactly. And, and for that reason, just being, you know, a, a lover of all sports, this is something I've never followed. So I think I'm going to learn a lot. Um, Freddie, you put a question in our... Um, uh, lineup today and you said what are you most curious about when it comes to the intersection of pregnancy and the WNBA so I thought I would let you answer that first uh yeah I think for me it's you know I kind of already said it a little bit but um timeline to be back playing you know top level sports like and not yeah. to treat it like an injury because I think that's a weird bad comparison already but right right that's my that's my major interest I think because what does that all entail you know like what and also what's the expectations of the franchise are they like take all the time you need or are they like yeah you know we're gonna we're gonna hook you up with a midwife then as soon as you have the kid we're gonna, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like what is like like how are does the is the team involved like or are are they allowed to be you know um yeah i don't know i uh i um the things that i'm most curious about are how did she get uh in people magazine who's her agent fair and uh will this start a trend of more love and basketball couples Okay. You know what? I think you're really on the pulse. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to go deep uh, and you're just like, listen, um, I want the glitz. I want the glamor. I want people's magazine. I want an Oprah interview. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Why don't we have more Oprah interviews with WNBA stars? Great. Valid, question. valid questions being asked on this podcast um but obviously freddie you have the more serious more real answer to this and uh yeah it'll be very interesting to see uh how that unfolds next season but for now congratulations nafisa collier um and we're we're very excited for you congrats congrats um the other big WNBA news is we have a new playoff format hey streamers the whole thing i mean this is the most exciting news uh people have been celebrating this across the board there is no one 
uh, who is unhappy with this. Uh, the new format is uh, there will be a first round. There's no um, there's no buys anymore. So you're not skipping the first round, even if you're first in uh, in the league, uh, you know, one versus eight, two versus seven, et cetera, uh, best of three and then followed by a best of five semifinals and then a best of five finals. This is the way it should be, hands down. This might be our, you know, the WNBA uh, pickup podcast. This might be our first, like, you, we not willed it to happen, but we put it out in the universe. We wanted this. This is a win for us. You're uh, right. We have been putting this out there for months now. Eight more games. And I think they just, it, it's fantastic. You know, the one eight series, the one seed gets the first two games uh, in a best, uh, you know, first to two win series. So I think they hold the advantage. I feel like watching this year, was exciting, you know, the one and done, but it just was even with the buys, I felt like, and you know, not again, not taking anything away from Chicago. Well-earned that was the format and they did it, but this just seems like it's, I don't know, you know, it's, it's just better. I'm going to, I'm going to quickly read uh, the quote from uh, Kathy Engelbert um, just about this. Mm-hmm. Following significant discussions with our competition committee and a playoff subcommittee we formed last year, it was clear that while the prior format single elimination games create, created a win and advanced level of excitement to the start of the, of the postseason, the new best of three series format will provide added opportunities to create and showcase rival, rivalries with all playoff eligible teams participating. So that to me, he says it, it's, you know, the WNBA is growing. This is just, we need more meat in the playoffs and we're getting it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to make the first round so much more exciting. I think um, like, I think back to that, like Phoenix Mercury, uh, New York Liberty one game, like, I mean, it came down to the wire. I think it went into overtime and it's like that could have been such a great like series. Yes. You know, I yeah, I just feel like yeah, and then I think teams too like the the Connecticut Sun and stuff. It's like you want to see you want to see them really in it, you know. You don't want to feel like anybody like cheapened their way through or anything like that. It just feels more fair all around. Yeah, I think you know the best version of any type of competition is both teams, you know, or competitors playing their best and someone having to rise above. And it, you know, for me, it definitely feels like Connecticut got caught, like, you know, off step a little bit. And that, again, that's, you know, uh, no credit taken away to, uh, you know, to any of the winners. I'm, I'm personally, I'm not, I think the asterisk argument, in, in any sport is always annoying yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't like it. And I we feel like, like you either, have to yeah. give credit to the winner by, you know, tipping your hat when they won provided the circumstance. But yeah, my asterisk is that this is better. Is there a team you think this doesn't benefit? Uh, I think definitely older teams, you know, um, Diana said she's going another year, you know, she's not retiring. She sat out the first game and Phoenix managed to win, but I feel but like, like barely. Yeah. 
you know, managing the season is hard enough as is, but uh, once you get to the playoffs, more games means more opportunities to, to get injured. And I think the older you are, you're Elisa Leslie on Seattle. Uh, it's that much more of a grind for you. Yeah. I mean, I was also thinking like this year, I mean, next year it'll be different, but just speaking to this season, it could have hurt the aces because they were without Liz Cambage for a bit. Yep. And uh, you know, but I don't think that'll be the case like next season. And they're not like, you know, they're like a vet team, but they're not that old that I think that they're going to be like managing minutes the same way um, the Suns will. And then mm-hmm. we still don't know if Sue Bird's coming back. I mean, it kind of um, seemed like she wasn't, but it hasn't been official. Yeah, no, I think the Aces are, de- are definite powerhouse. And just checking in, when you say Suns, you know, I do this sometimes because Phoenix Suns, but are you thinking Mercury? Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're not an idiot. I saw where I, I saw you where you were coming from. We're doing this. You know, on we're Zoom. doing the NBA. We're doing the WNBA simultaneously now. Right. It's just blah. Basketball heads. That's what's going on. Basketball, Basketball heads. Boop. Uh, in any case, yes, I meant the Mercury. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm very excited that at least this is a more fair um, playoff format. And I think it'll be good for uh, the entire league. Hundo P agree. <laughs> uh and other news uh drake rapper celeb uh you know yeah if you don't know drake yeah, yeah if you don't know drake uh, that's wild um <laughs> yeah if you don't know drake um you're a hundred years old and congrats yeah and uh he kind of shouted out the WNBA and says he wants a franchise in toronto um, as us based in Toronto, uh, this was exciting for us, obviously, but Freddie, what was your reaction? My reaction is all aboard the Toronto WNBA team train choo-choo let's go. Uh, I really think that, you know, whatever you think about Drake, if you don't see him as some, someone who makes things happen. I feel like you don't really understand like how that guy works. And yeah, I, I, you know, hope he doesn't get too much of the credit if it does happen. However, I think obviously we're Canadian, obviously we're biased, but Toronto is a huge market. If you're, if you're from the U S and you're unsure about that, you know, just, just Google the population of Toronto. We just we Google def- how many people went to the Raptors parade. When exactly. They won. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're a massive place. And I think that uh, it would be huge for the WNBA. Um, you know, they'd probably run into a lot of the same issues as, uh, you know, the Raptors and the Blue Jays as far as TV contracts, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it would be an overwhelming success. So does Drake. So do many people. So, um, I, I, you know, I applaud Drake for putting the pressure on. Uh, I am going to slightly only just ever so slightly disagree with you here, Freddie. I think if Drake actually pulls this off, he should get all the credit. Okay. Fair. (laughs) I just think like if he actually does this, because first of all, Drake can, could buy a WNBA franchise, right? You know what I mean? Like he, like he could buy one. He could own it. Mm -hmm. He could be a team owner of the expansion team. 
He can yep. name as far as I'm concerned, he can name it whatever he wants. If he if he does that, he can name it whatever he wants. He can put his OVO owl on it. Like, you know what I mean? He can make it like it's Drake's team. If that's what it takes. Not that I'm not saying that I would love that. I'm just saying, like, if that's what it takes to make it happen and he pulls it off, it's like I'm still there. I'm there. I'm on board. I'm there. I mean, he can't call himself like, you know, he can't like put up a bunch of pregnant lady emojis around it. <laughs> like, yeah, like be- he's got to <laughs> he's got to be appropriate here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like he can't be inappropriate about it. But like if he actually pulled it off, that would be incredible. That would be such a gift to the city. The Toronto Snowy Owls sponsored by Drake. Let's go. I kind of like it. I kind like it i'm not even like a drake stan or anything but i kind of like it i mean it's just like i don't know like i don't think we're gonna get a WNBA franchise just because drake says so like there's gonna be more involved but i just think like if he has a hand in it then i think that's really good i think that's like totally no one of the actually good things that he's he's done and he doesn't necessarily do a lot of good things correct and you know he's in mlse he built the, you, you know, whatever, the OVO center. Like this guy is like really quite actually legitimately a part of, uh, you know, the Toronto sports landscape. So, yeah, this, yeah. you know, he has ears. And uh, I think that I'm sure a lot of people in the in um, MLSE want to bring a WNBA franchise here. I'm sure it's known. So public pressure is a part of it. So do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I love the public pressure. I mean, I did see people online being like, uh, do people in Toronto even like basketball? Is there enough of a market there? And that just was so laughable to me. But um, but at least it started a conversation. Yeah, Uh, we love basketball. Get out of town if you if you don't think that. So, (laughs) yeah, no, I. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but I'm just like, if he pulls it off, then yay for us. Correct. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm trying to make, make it sound like I'm on the team, but that's how I feel, you know? Yeah. I mean, another question uh, you proposed, Freddie, is now that we have covered a full WNBA season, uh, what are we curious about the most uh, for year two? I'll, I'll let you start with that. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, I, I think the thing I'm, I'm really curious about, and we saw a bunch of it, but, you know, we were learning about it as not learning about it. I'm overusing that. I mean, like just, you know, witnessing it for the first time is the amount of, you know, who's switching teams, how free agency works, um, the kind of like what like how much turmoil is there in the off season and then how much uh, or how different are teams when, when they come back, are they completely different? I think watching a little bit of the playoffs before this year, clearly there is some, you know, Seattle was good again. Las Vegas was good again. Connecticut was good. Um, so I, I, I'm curious. Is it like, is, are the Liberty, you know, only going to get better? Like, like are the, are the single seasons very much contained, you know, events or is like, what's the ongoing storyline, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm very curious about that as well. And, you know, I'm feeling inspired by the fact that we have manifested one great change in the WNBA Mm -hmm. that I would like to start manifesting another one. And that is the commissioner's cup. Yes. Let's add some stakes to this cup. Yes. That is what I want. I want this cup to mean if it's going to be in the league, it needs to mean something. I don't want it to just be a regular, a decorated regular season game. I want this game to mean something. And that is the next thing I want to manifest for, for next season. Perfect thing to manifest keg steakhouse and bar. We want steaks, higher stakes. We want twice baked potatoes. (laughs) Um, That's what the winners get a lifetime of free dinners at the keg. Even though I think that's only a Canadian restaurant. Um, They got to come up north to get it that you know that's we'll, we'll work that on alberta better beef, prices baby get yeah, that alberta, alberta beef, you know? beef get that alberta beef okay get that filet mignon get that surf and turf surf and turf wow okay we're we're, we're get a little get a little baby steak and get a little lobster tail baby steak mm. it's not a baby steak it's not like a baby calf it's not a veal but i just mean a smaller portion steak how dare you offend and the then with the lobster tail and the vegans who listen to this uh, podcast, Catherine. <laughs> I mean, and there's probably a lot because it would be in line with the WNBA. No, I just feel like it just needs to mean something. And that is what I want to manifest next. The other thing I would love to manifest uh, would it be to have more WNBA involvement in the NBA All-Star Weekend. Yeah, well, I think we touched on this a little bit, but I, I, I enjoy, sorry, I was going to say I hated, but it was a weird way to start it, but I, I loved shooting stars and mm-hmm. it, it killed me that it was taken away. And I feel like um, that was one event, but, you know, they should bring, honestly, if they happened, I guess, I guess maybe that wouldn't be good if they happened on the same weekend. Um, but I, I really think that, uh, you know what they need? What? They need a game. You mean where where it's like a like an intramural style style game? Yeah, yeah. There should be a game. That'd be pretty great. Yeah, because I just think like it would really help the haters, frankly, who think that they that the female players are not as good. Yeah, no. I I think the more basket, the more you know. WNBA basketball anyone sees the less they become a hater so I think it's all about getting eyeballs onto the uh yeah uh, like I like I like I just think a game would be so great and it can be like it doesn't have to be men versus women it can be a mix I think I think a mix is perfect yeah but I just think like you know Vandersloot doing one of her amazing passes to I don't know any NBA player would just be so sick and then totally. people would be like, oh, my God. Or what about, you know, and like, it's an exhibition game, so it's not going to be overly physical. Yeah, for sure. You, right. You could like, have, I just think that would be the, the most fun thing. Give me a that like, should be the commissioner's cup. That would be cool. Boom. Give me an, an elaborate obstacle course style with, you know, WNBA players and NBA players like in in teams. Like, you know, let's say 
there's like you know like there's it's kind of like a dunk with dribbles with shooting like all combined like not just like a skills competition like a way more thorough one with like you know five on five i'm talking like this is like this is like ultimate uh uh ultimate american ninja style like really like holy shit it's his own event that's what i want yeah yeah um i mean i would love that too i i kind of went off on a rant no but that would be that would honestly be so fun and i think a lot of uh players would participate in that they don't necessarily have to be selected to the all-star game no well i think i think a lot of players would have so much fun with that oh my god freddie that's a great idea well you know i think with the three-on-three league um the three and three basketball league we, we've seen there's like there's just different type of uh, types of fans and interests and you know count me as a fan that loves like weirdo style competitions yeah yeah i love it um with that freddie it is time for freddie's fun question uh well i was gonna say of the week but it's kind of off season but freddie's fun question of the episode uh what you got okay here we go um, so, uh, my, my very own, uh, Liz Campage started an OnlyFans account, uh, and it got me thinking, how would you, Catherine, how would I, Freddie, uh, you mm. know, it's, I mean, OnlyFans isn't just for money, obviously, but, uh, you know, thinking from an entrepreneurial brain, mm. what would we both do in the off season, you know, to, to, to make money, you know, not, we, so I'm not really we thinking were in like the WNBA. What's that? If we were in the WNBA, yes. Okay. Um, I have to think about my answer, but you go first. Okay. So mine, uh, I I wanted to do something a little bit, you know, we're both comedians and, you know, actors, writers, and like, I wanted to do something a little bit different than that, but I just couldn't stop thinking that uh, I'd want to be on like a, like a host of like Wipeout or a cooking show or, if I was a WNBA player. Is that player, why I, you mentioned the obstacle course? <laughs> see, okay. Like my, I'm clearly, my brain's living in one place. Um, <laughs> and also I, I did just finish being the, the warm-up person for Family Feud Canada. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, I'm in game mode. I'm You're fully in game, in game mode. mode and yeah, yeah. Athletes are uh, just fun personalities and a WNBA. Like, you know, Candace has got her thing. She's all the way integrated into the, you know, yeah, uh, yeah as an analyst but i mean you know i i wouldn't mind doing something like it could be a traveling show i don't care like just uh, i'd want to be doing something like kind of different than basketball but silly i love it um i was also thinking entertainment industry okay but i would want to be like the female version of the rock like if i was okay. in the WNBA. And why off season? I would want to be my own brand of action movies. Wow! So your, yours is way more ambitious than mine. Yours is like mine, mine's kill. crazy ambitious. You're I like, want to be. What my do I own... want to do? Carry a movie franchise. <laughs> yeah, I want to be like. I want to be Jumanji. I want to lead people out of the jungle. <laughs> Love it. I want to be my own brand of feminist action films. Great. And I, you know, like Gal Gadot, but I actually kick butt, you know what I mean? And yes. uh, and and save the world every off season. Catherine, 
We need you to report to training camp. No, sorry, I'm filming in New Zealand. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm pretending I'm you. Yeah, no, yeah, like the shoot went late. So sorry, um, but I'll be there. I'll be there in a week. I like yeah, it. Yeah, just it's like, but it's a long enough off season that you can do an, uh, you could do an action film every year. Yes, you could. I think you have. No, like, I you want could my do... own. I want my own Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. I, I want like my own Hobbs and Shaw. I want to be on the back of a truck, holding a chain linked to a helicopter, and I'm bringing the helicopter down with my bare hands. <laughs> and I want to be hosting Guinness Book World Records, the show. You there we I mean? go. As an athlete. There we go. In the words of Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know where you were going with that because I was like, doesn't it, Kevin Garnett mostly just swear? But right. Yes. The whole. But he also said that. Come on. He's known yeah, for that. Big too. moment. Big moment. Um, Freddie, that has been our episode. Uh, this was so much fun. And it's just so great to reconnect with the WNBA in the off season. We'll keep doing more episodes uh, as free agency and the draft and just overall news uh, happens. So we're definitely going to keep you informed uh, all year round. Uh, Freddie, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can check me out on Twitter, F-R-E-D-D-I-E-R-I-V-A-S. Um, my my basketball podcast, uh, my Raptors NBA one is at Confederacy of Dunks at DunksBasketballPodcast.com or actually just DunksPodcast.com um, or, you know, Insta. I'm also Freddie Rivas, but with Noel in the middle, the, the Spanish one, not the French one. There's no dots anywhere, you know? Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm really I'm plugging hard, Catherine. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Check me out uh, on the Internet. There we go. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at it's me underscore Catherine spelled C-A-T-H-R-Y-N. My NBA podcast is called the Buckets and Tea NBA show. So please be sure to check that out as well. If you haven't yet, please subscribe or like this podcast. You can rate and review it on Apple or Spotify. Really helps people discover the show as we will be doing more off-season content. Thank you so much for listening and we'll chat with you next time. Bye. Sweet.